0: we just sang Psalm 100 so hear it again this is from Psalms Anew in the inclusive language shout for joy to God all the lands serve God with gladness come into God's presence with joyful singing know that Yahweh is God Yahweh made us and we belong to God we are God's people In the sheep of God's pasture. Enter God's gates with thanksgiving. And the courts with praise. Give thanks to God. Bless God's name. For Yahweh is good. God's steadfast love endures forever. And God's faithfulness. To all generations. This is the Psalm One Hundred. A psalm that Jesus sang as well as us using his words but the same, the same meaning, the same psalm. And we sing it 2,000 years later. Pray with me. God, we're humbled to to be able to pray, to sing as Jesus sang, and to seek the meaning of, of those words as he did for ourselves. I'll be with us as we ponder this psalm today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So this is the this is the last of our reflections on the Psalms, and I, I chose uh, to to finish on the, the note of joy. And certainly Psalm 100 is is such. There's something about Psalm 100 that that changes the way I think about being with God. First of all, how how does one think about being with God? We often pray to God. We praise God as someone apart from and perhaps distant from us. We appeal to God in intercession for someone sick or asking help and intervention. God is someone or something... We can't approach directly the Old Testament architecture of the temple kept people out of the Holy of Holies, where you could be with God most closely. And Moses is requested to remove his shoes. Before God, who is perfect, we are always confessing our imperfection. So how can we be with God And the songs we sing don't always help. Singing Jesus loves me this I know. One thinks that a relationship with Jesus is most appropriate for small children. And if youth and adults don't follow up with songs that are meaningful to them. Then they get left behind. And on the other hand songs like nothing but the blood and. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness, can make the relationship with Jesus appear gruesome and unappealing. Maybe something one might try to do without. And Psalm 100 is different, it, it's a different mood serve God with gladness. Shout for joy. The word translated as gladness, simha, is also translated in other contexts in the Bible as joy or celebration or gaiety. In hymn 75 that we just sang, it's translated as mirth, meaning laughter or glee. Consider how you might join God's company with celebration or gaiety and joyful singing. Uh, who do you imagine being with when you're joyfully singing? Uh, some of you may say you don't sing but maybe it's a birthday celebration or maybe it's a karaoke party. The Joyful singing. Can be, being with God be, be like this? without being heretical? Well, according to Psalm 100, it can. The psalm goes on to sing, Know that Yahweh is God who made us and to whom we belong. This may have been a psalm that Jesus sang as a young child, and then I wonder if he took this with him when he talked to the elders at the temple when he was 12, May have been questions on his on his mind that that led him to call God uh, father. I belong to God. I am God's. God made me, brought me into being with love. God is my parent. The second image Jesus often used is the one of the shepherd. In this psalm, we are God's people, and and in the same verse, we are the sheep in, in God's pasture. God is our parent, and God is our shepherd. Note how Jesus takes this image and uses it to describe himself, according to John 10, when he says, I am the good shepherd. What a paradigm change has taken place here. A quality of of God becomes a quality of Jesus Christ. A shepherd is one who looks after the sheep, even risking his own life for the sheep, but always leading them to pastures and water and taking them to safety at night so they can lie down and sleep, a value we saw God offering us in Psalm 3. Isn't then the implication for you and me as Jesus' followers, to adopt the same quality, to be like a shepherd and care for all of God's people. Well, we enter the gates of God's sheepfold or the courtyards of God's house with thanksgiving and praise. For God is good. God's love is steadfast and forever enduring Faithful to all generations. This is the essence of the psalm and the psalter. Come, belong to God who loves you. You will be glad. And when you come into God's house, you can celebrate in confidence that you won't be overrun or deluded or offered false hope or or led to devote yourself to a meaningless aim. Of all the leaders who promise you goodness, only one is good. Well, I'd I'd like to explore this more and make this even more real for us, if I can. I think you and I can experience in community something like being in God's presence. We can experience that in life now. St. Paul gave us a clue when he said in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12, and you'll know this, now we see a reflection in the mirror. Then we will see face to face. Now I know partially, but then... I will be completely known in the same way. Uh, then I will know completely in the same way that I have been completely known. Well, I experienced this recently, though partially, something like this. You see, I'm part of a brotherhood. It sounds weird, but I am part of a brotherhood that makes me thankful and joyful and glad. It's a brotherhood in which the members would lay down their their lives for the others. It's, It's one of two relationships along with my own family that reminds me most of the relationship with God described in Psalm 100. It's the brotherhood I have with my two brothers, Paul and John. For the last 30 plus years, most of the time since our father died, my brothers and I have called ourselves the Francis Brothers Dream Team. (laughs) The name is not the basketball team, but the name comes from the title of a movie that we saw together over 30 years ago in which the mentally ill patients went to a Yankees game with their institution counselor and he was mugged on their way to the game while they sat in the van out of sight of the attack so they didn't know he wasn't coming back. Eventually, when he didn't return to the van, they left one by one and spent 24 hours on the streets of New York Engaging with people in ways that led to their healing. The dream team. Well, then talking about the movie afterwards, we identified with the characters in the film, realizing that we had lost our counselor father and were on our own now. And whenever we can, maybe two times a year, depending on where we are in the world, the three of us arrange to meet together for 24 hours. We eat, watch a movie, play games, volunteer and talk deeply in ways we seldom talk with others and pray for each other. And often the conversation reveals things about ourselves, our gifts, our calling. Each of us is dedicated to a church profession Two of us ordained clergy, one is a church director of music. These are the three who orchestrated a fabulous 100th birthday party for their mother last, no, now two months ago. Well, recently we met in Glendale, that's a town up here, and we visited favorite places together. We shared meals, watched a movie, played cards, made music. We shared deeply, prayed for each other, and walked the prayer walk that my wife and I regularly walk at Cardinal Stritch University, and that's why we met in Glendale. We spent good time on the riverside, sharing how we have each felt closest to God in our lives and what that has meant to us, we noted that god sometimes calls us to an approach to life and sometimes to a particular form of ministry or sometimes to a particular place god sometimes uses what seems like words or sometimes nudges sometimes other inspiration our prayers for each other have followed us through the decades and now that we're all in our 70s our prayers are about life after working or life after 80, future options. When I think about how we come into each other's presence, belonging to the Francis Brothers Dream Team, knowing that we could trust each other, be assured of safe sleep, good eating, genuine, honest counsel, spiritual depth, and good fun, and trusting that God is with us when we are together, I think this may be at least a reflection and impartial knowing of what it is like to thankfully and joyfully spend time with God. Well, that's my vision for every group in this church, what they would be like. I think wow is like this. Wednesday Bible study is like this. Choir is like this. The two hours we would spend at Feed My Starving Children is like this. It's what John Wesley had in mind and suggested when we discuss Scripture, share life, pray together, and commune at Jesus' table. Everyone deserves to have this kind of taste of being in God's presence it could be a Bible study, a women's circle, a, a study, service, worship, or fellowship group. A, you see, if, if, not, if not in the church, then, then where would, would people find this experience, find spiritual community? And people will search for community. I think after pandemic, we're tired of being alone. And so some of our searches may not be healthy. So let us make it available here at the church. Well, I hope you're in a group already. But if, if you're looking for one or have an idea for one or, or have one to which you would invite others, why don't you write your name uh, on, on that insert in the bulletin or on the interactive place in the website Let's make this happen for everyone so that we all have a taste of the joy, the gladness of being in God's presence. This is my prayer. Amen.